Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hold on a minute. Should we actually trade a first round draft pick for Kevin Fiala? Because there are rumors circulating saying that the New Jersey Devils are now the front runners to land him. And also, let's revisit the Nylander hypothetical trade scenario because I need to shed some light because trades are a risk, guys. And I get that you're a little hesitant. I'm a little hesitant too, but. That's what trades are, and plus, I'm going to give you guys some more information that might spark your interest in trying to make a big deal to try to take our organization to the next level. We have a lot to discuss in today's episode. Buckle up. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Chucky, play-by-play announcer, and also Devils driver for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. My apologies for not posting an episode yesterday. Unfortunately, I was a little bit under the weather, so I wasn't able to record, but I am back and better than ever, so back to your regularly scheduled program. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about Kevin Fiala because there's been rumors circulating saying that the New Jersey Devils are now the front runners to land him. However, before we talk about Kevin Fiala and his overall situation once more, we're going to talk about uh, William Nylander and that hypothetical trade that I was talking about with Locked On Lease the past couple of episodes. So here's the thing, guys. A lot of you were, like me, hesitant about making that deal. A lot of you said that it was a little too risky, and you know you brought up these interesting points, and I agree with you in that sort of sense. Like, look, guys, trades are risky, but you can't uh, deny that was probably one of the better trade packages you've seen uh, I, I don't know whether you see it like on the news, whether you see it on Twitter, whatever the case might be. That was personally one of the better trade packages that I, I've been offered because it gave me some wiggle room to work with. And at the same time, it doesn't really, you know, hurt us in the long run. But the, the, the thing that I was hesitant about was the, the overall longevity of this hypothetical trade scenario because William Nylander is signed for next year and then the year after that. So he only has two years left on his contract. Then Jack Campbell is said to become an unrestricted free agent. So we would be given the rights to Jack Campbell. However, if we're not able to get a contract extension or whatever the case might be, then he's going to walk and we gave up Mackenzie Blackwood for essentially nothing. And then Rasmus Sedin, restricted free agent, and uh, he's a little bit of a wild card. However, Locked on Leash was saying that uh, Sedin is definitely someone who has a lot of potential to be a really good defenseman in this league. And then obviously we get the 25th overall pick. So here's my overall mindset. And this is doing a little bit of a revisiting period going back to the last couple episodes, which is, look, guys, trades are risky. There, there's really no such thing as an eye for an eye kind of deal. Like you're either going to come out, uh, you know, beneficial or not. That's just how trades are in every sport. So trades are, uh, are, you know, sometimes worth taking a risk on. Sometimes they're not worth taking a risk on. So Here's the thing for the New Jersey Devils. We've missed the postseason like 10 out of the last 11 years. The last time we went to the postseason was back in 2018, and we were pretty much a non-factor. We got eliminated in the first round by the Tampa Bay Lightning. And the last time we made a deep playoff run was when we lost to the LA Kings back in the 2012 Stanley Cup uh, Finals. So my overall mindset is like, you know, what do you want the New Jersey Devils to do? Because I feel as though we're past the – drafting process. I would love to have Slavkowski on this team. I would love to have Cooley on this team. 
I would love to have some of these top five prospects on our roster because outside of the top five, I don't think this is a very deep draft class. But at the same time, if there's an offer on the table for us to improve our roster ASA now and, you know, try to get us back into the playoffs, I think that's something that the New Jersey Devils should certainly look into and try to capitalize because the fact of the matter is that here's the thing about William Nylander. He is third on the Toronto Maple Leafs in points. And yes, sometimes he is afraid to do the dirty work. But at the same time, if you pair him alongside with someone like Nico Heischer, and we all know what Heischer brings to the table, which is he's a two-way player. He likes to play aggressively. So I think uh, Heischer down the line can definitely put his name into the running for the Selkie Award. But ultimately, it's just like, you know, uh, looking at this sort of trade package, I get the risk. I get like, you know, there's no guarantee that Jack Campbell will sign an extension with the New Jersey Devils because uh, what, what you guys weren't aware of, and personally, I wasn't aware of this either, when they said trade Jack Campbell and his overall rights, it means that the New Jersey Devils will have the opportunity to speak with Jack Campbell from now until the unrestricted free agency process begins. So as we speak right now, the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're allowed to speak to Jack Campbell and his overall representation without any issue because they have the rights to him currently. So that means they can try to work out an extension. Maybe there's something in the works. I don't really know. But ultimately, you know, that's what uh, getting his rights would do for us. We would get first dibs on just trying to get an extension. But like Michael of Locked on Leafs said, there has to be some sort of interest, like mutual interest between the Devils and also Jack Campbell and his overall party, just making sure that uh, a deal can get worked out. Now, I think an example that comes to mind is, remember how we got Jonathan Bernier? Originally, he was involved in that uh, Nadelkovich trade between the Detroit Red Wings and the Carolina Hurricanes. So once he got to the Hurricanes, they couldn't get a contract extension. So they basically um, let him walk for, for nothing. And he ultimately came to the New Jersey Devils. So that's something that comes to mind that happened this past offseason because, you know, I recall that uh, Nadelkovich was traded to the Detroit Red Wings and then Jonathan Bernier was supposed to go over to the Carolina Hurricanes. But you know, obviously that didn't work out and we ended up getting Jonathan Bernier for a two-year deal. So that's definitely, uh, you know, a risk that's out there. But at the same time, the Carolina Hurricanes, they went to the playoffs. Detroit Red Wings, they did it. And I'm not saying we're in the same position as the Carolina Hurricanes. I'm just saying, like, usually something can work out in the end. So ultimately, I get the risk. And, you know, if we did trade away Mackenzie Blackwood, got Jack Campbell, couldn't get an extension work, and then uh, Jack Campbell walks for essentially nothing, then we're basically in a rut. We're definitely in a pickle because now we lost Mackenzie Blackwood. We don't have a backup goalie. We're basically at ground zero. We're at, we're at uh, we're at like the bottom floor. We would have to like uh, just climb our way back up to like mediocrity. And I get that that's a bit of a risk. So I do understand why you guys are a little hesitant in making that deal. But ultimately, the point I'm just trying to make is that not all trades are eye for an eye. And I know that the New Jersey Devils were trying to get back into the playoffs. So, you know, look at deals like that. Because if a deal like that were to hypothetically happen, I really hope Tom Fitzgerald takes the necessary uh, measures to make sure that maybe Nylander is interested in going to the New Jersey Devils and signing an extension. Obviously, we would have to wait two seasons and see how that works out. And that is certainly an investment that's either going to go really well or that's going to go really bad. Jack Campbell, you got to make sure there's mutual interest as well. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs um, uh, in overall for uh, Rasmus Sedin. He's a restricted free agent. And remember, the, the locked-on Leafs were offering us their 25th overall pick, and we, get, uh, we give them our second overall pick. So ultimately, you know, at least we get a first-round draft pick. That's all I could say. That's one of the things that made it more intriguing, it, it, to say the least. So 
ultimately, I get where you guys are coming from about William Nylander and that overall hypothetical deal about giving up Damon Severson, Mackenzie Blackwood, and also the second overall pick. But uh, I, I saw a tweet that kind of uh, reflected my overall beliefs about this hypothetical deal. And they said, look, if there's any way to get an extension for Nylander and Campbell, I would do this trade 10 times out of 10, 10 times. And I would have to agree with that person who responded to my overall uh, tweet that I released in terms of this overall hypothetical uh, deal scenario. So ultimately, that that's where I stand about doing this kind of deal. I just got to make sure that Nylander is interested in going to the New Jersey Devils and maybe signing long term. And then Jack Campbell, obviously set to be an unrestricted free agent. It's not good enough to get his rights. There has to be mutual interest. And then for someone like Rastus Sedin, bit of a question mark. But if anyone can just overall get him to the next level and be a good defenseman in this league, I'm sure the New Jersey Devils can work something out. Obviously, you got someone like Dougie Hamilton that can help mentor him. You got someone like Ryan Graves who can help mentor him. Jonas Siegenthaler, one of our more consistent defensemen. So the Devils are trying to develop a lot of defensemen right now, especially uh, since Luke Hughes is going to be joining the organization come next year. So uh, my overall thing for, uh, you know, making these sort of trades is that I'm kind of for it as long as the circumstances are done accordingly and appropriately. So that's my overall thing when looking for a trade. And speaking of which, we're going to talk about Kevin Fiala and his overall trade scenario because there's been some rumors circulating once again that the New Jersey Devils are front runners to land Kevin Fiala. And that's got me talking a little bit more and just saying like, hmm, I know he's not worth this year's first overall, uh, first round pick, not first overall, first round pick, excuse me. But maybe next year, something like that. Just, just putting that out there and I'll get to more on it in a momentarily. But it's time for the first live read this morning and it comes from our partners at Athletic Greens. So it's literally a product I use every day. So I started taking AG1 because I wanted to be happier. I wanted to be healthier. My body's a temple, so I got to start treating it as such. Sometimes I have trouble sleeping at night, and this stuff has really helped me. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all these things. So here's the thing. Uh, it's a lifestyle that's friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything, while still tasting good. Supports better sleep quality and recovery. Supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one thing with the best things. Uh, Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And now, the second library comes from our friends at Bet Online. So, BetOnline is your number one source for all your sport betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest news, odds, including this year's basketball finals. Go uh, Celtics, I believe, because I don't want to see Steph Curry win another ring. The NHL Hockey Conference Finals, MLB, and of course, all the latest new fighting news and MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use a mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Please remember to gamble responsibly and visit our friends at Locked On Bets for all your betting needs there as well. 
Okay, so let's talk more about Kevin Fiala and his overall situation with the Minnesota Wild. So here's the thing. Before I get into the gritty part of this whole ordeal, let's talk about what Kevin Fiala has done on his social media recently. So Kevin Fiala swapped out his profile pic of him in a Minnesota Wild uniform, and now he's in shoulder pads, just no Minnesota Wild uniform at all. And then he posted over the weekend – uh, of him scoring a goal or something like that, celebrating a goal, whatever the case might be. And basically the caption read, thank you, Minnesota, with a heart emoji, obviously a green one that represents the Minnesota Wild in their colorways. But nonetheless, Kevin Fiala is making the subtle but loud noise towards the Minnesota organization saying, hey, I know our time here is pretty much done and I'm out of here. So I think uh, Kevin Fiala knows that he has uh, one foot out the door already. Now it's just the overall question as to, which team is going to pick him up. Now, uh, the Devils are now the favorites to land Fiala, according to an NHL insider. Now, I did more research on this, and Alec Bonsi actually tweeted something out a couple days ago, and he said, from Lisa Dillman's latest LA Kings mailbag, she said, and quote, most people around the league seem to think the New Jersey Devils are front runners for Kevin Fiala. Alex Bonsi added more to it by saying, most everybody I talk to believes the front runners in the Fiala sweepstakes is in New Jersey for two reasons. One, Fiala looks as though as he could be a good fit alongside fellow Swiss player Nico Heischer, a core piece going forward for the Devils. Two, the Devils have the necessary cap space to give Fiala the raise that he'll need in order to forego free agency and sign a long-term extension. They also have the draft capital slash young players needed to make a deal happen. So here's my overall opinion about Kevin Fiala. He's a really good player on the come-up. However, I was really hesitant to give up the second overall pick for his services because... Let's face it, I think the Minnesota Wild are definitely going to demand a first-round draft pick, which is why I think they're looking at a team like the Ottawa Senators as well, because I heard that they're also one of the front runners for the sweepstakes as well. But ultimately, I just don't think Kevin Fiala is worth the second overall pick. Now, here's the thing. If the New Jersey Devils had the fifth overall pick or something like that, maybe a little lower, then I think they would have no problem giving that to the Minnesota Wild for the services of Kevin Fiala, because I've said it, uh, before this draft class is not exactly a strong one, albeit, you know, Jersey Joe brought it to my attention that maybe due to the pandemic and how limited things are are going on, especially in Europe, then it, it might be a little hard to scout players and get a full assessment. Uh, but digressing a little bit, this draft class, according to a lot of sources, especially after December, isn't a really strong one. So ultimately, uh, people are just like, Outside of the top five, I don't think anyone is going to be really, you know, be that superstar. But nonetheless, the Devils got the second overall pick, got really lucky. And now it's just like, I, I think they're holding on to that second overall pick just a little bit more. So ultimately, I would love to have Kevin Fiala on this roster, but I just don't think he's worth the second overall pick. And I've said it in a silly season discussion before. Kevin Fiala came off a great year with the Minnesota Wild, appeared in all 82 games. He had 33 goals, 52 assists for a grand total of 85 points. And this goes back to my point with William Nylander. If we were to add Kevin Fiala to the roster, then if you were to have those same type of numbers, then he'd be leading our team in all three offensive categories of goals, assists, and points. And he would be leading it by a comfortable margin. So ultimately, if you pair him alongside with another Swiss player like Nico Heischer, maybe they would have great chemistry with one another. Obviously, that's just a... A bit of a stretch a little bit, but I, I hear that they get along 
uh, really well outside uh, outside the ring. So we'll see what happens in that regards. But anyway, in terms of Kevin Fiala joining the New Jersey Devils, like I said, I would love to have him on the roster. I would love for the New Jersey Devils to try to pursue after him, but they just got to be a little cautious because you don't want to give a team like the Minnesota Wild the second overall pick. It's, a, it's one of the reasons why I was a little hesitant about giving the Toronto Maple Leafs a second overall pick because are we giving a good team an out? And what I mean by that is just like, Minnesota Wild and Toronto Maple Leafs, while not going all that far in the playoffs, are still a playoff team, and they have financial situations. So when you give them the second overall pick, are you giving them a future franchise piece at, at a very cheap price, if that makes sense, because they have to extend, they, or they can't extend Fiala. And then for the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're going to have to shed some contracts in order to you know, get some more wiggle room. So which is why you know Locked on Leafs was saying, like, maybe we should get rid of Nylander and Campbell and just see how that goes from there. So the overall question is, what would I be willing to give up for the services of Kevin Fiala? Because I do want him on the roster, and I feel as though he'd be somewhat of a good player to add just because, you know, I gave you guys his overall stats this past year. It seems as though Kevin Fiala can certainly be that impact player that the New Jersey Devils are searching for, and ultimately he's gotten better as the years have progressed, and he's still relatively young. He, You know, he's... Uh, 25 years of age he's going to be turning 26 in late July so he fits in well with the New Jersey Devils uh, overall system of just looking for young players who can continue to grow and develop because uh, in his second season with the Minnesota Wild he appeared in 64 games and he had a total of 54 points then during the shortened COVID year he appeared in 50 games and had 40 points and then this season uh, 82 games and 85 points so you see the overall progression that Kevin Fiala has been able to do these past few years. And I feel as though he definitely has room to grow and develop. Now, the thing is, and I still stand by it, not worth the second overall pick, but maybe there's some sort of other way to just uh, get Kevin Fiala that doesn't involve the second overall pick for the New Jersey Devils. So I did some more digging around, and I found an article on The Athletic, and they said, like Ottawa, the Devils are on the clock to accelerate the rebuild and make the playoffs after missing the postseason, like I mentioned before, 10 of the past 11 years, including the last four consecutive years. Devils GM Tom Fitzgerald has already said he's open to moving his 2022 first-round pick for an impact player, although that was before the lottery and the Devils were able to get the second overall pick. New Jersey is projected to enter the offseason with around $25 million in cap, with breakout player Jesper Bratt among its notable restricted free agents. Money, therefore, shouldn't be a problem. Assets shouldn't be either. Even in a scenario where the number two pick is off limits, New Jersey still owns its first round pick for 2023 in what's considered a deeper and robust draft class, in addition to owning the number four ranked prospect pool in the entire NHL. Now, that's a little interesting, and that kind of changes the perspective a little bit. So, yes, I don't want to offer the Minnesota Wild the second overall pick. There's no ands, ifs, or buts about it. But the thing is, like, if we had the fifth overall pick, and I've mentioned this before, would you be more willing to trade that for Kevin Fiala? So this has got me thinking a little bit. Since New Jersey owns its first-round draft pick next year, and let's just, you know, say the New Jersey Devils are, you know, maybe a borderline playoff team. If they make the playoffs, as a wild-card spot, or if they miss it, it's just by a few games. They're definitely in a much better position compared to this past season. So that draft pick is not going to, you know, potentially win the first overall pick. So, you know, th this year's draft pick was, you know, 
it had a slim chance of getting the first overall pick, and we got lucky and got the second overall pick. So what if our positioning uh, in terms of our overall uh where we sit in the standings, what if that improves and, you know, that draft pick goes down a little bit more? Would you guys be more willing to give up uh, next year's first-round draft pick in exchange for Kevin Fiala? That's sort of a compromise I could come to the consensus of that pleases both the Minnesota Wild and the New Jersey Devils. Now, before any of you come at me, let's just put it – let me put this into perspective a little bit more. The Devils improve next year, which means their draft positioning is not going to be all that high. And yes, we can draft someone like, you know, let's just say, let's be conservative anywhere from like um, seven to 10. Yeah, we could draft someone. But ultimately, is that player going to make that much of an impact? Because we got the second overall pick. We already got a bunch of prospects who are projected to do big things in the NHL. So that's the overall perspective that I want you guys to think from, which is if you want Kevin Fiala and the Minnesota Wild want a first round draft pick, Yes, I do not want to give them a second overall draft pick, but since next year's draft class is, you know, deemed to be a little bit more robust and a little deeper compared to this year, I'd be a little more willing to give them next year's first round draft pick. More willing. I didn't say I would do it. Just more willing. And and I would definitely discuss a little bit more saying, hey, I'll give you this and I'll and in exchange, I want Kevin Fiala. That's my overall mindset because I think a lot of you are more willing to trade the the pick if it was number five for Kevin Fiala, but since that pick is number two, you you say that's off limits. And I agree with you in that sort of sense. So just something to think about, which is, you know, that first round draft pick next year isn't going to be as good as it was the last couple years for the New Jersey Devils because the year prior we were able to get Luke Hughes at, what, number four, and then this year we're projected to get Uri Slavkowski at number two or maybe Logan Cooley, whatever the case might be. But, you know, that's that. those are definitely prospects who can help our organization going forward. But next year, let's just say the New Jersey Devils improve, they get better, and ultimately, you know, we're in a much better position to try to compete for a playoff spot. And, you know, maybe that draft pick won't be all that good, but you can also convince the Minnesota Wild saying, hey, next year's draft class is going to be a little bit better than uh, the year prior, so why don't we just give you next year's first-round draft pick? But uh, Or you could do something like this. Since the New Jersey Devils, according to The Athletic, have the fourth-best uh, – in the entire NHL, something else you could do is like, look, we have a few prospects to choose from. So, you know, just just choose the couple prospects you want that are not named Holtz or Hughes. Now, here's the thing. I think a lot of you would be more willing to trade Alexander Holtz compared to the second overall pick. So I'm, I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. So if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a comment down below. Are you willing to bring Alexander Holtz into trade talk discussions? Just putting that out there, I'm not saying I would, but I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. Would you be willing to trade Alexander Holtz? So my overall thing is, like, you know, look at the prospect pool, pick a couple of prospects that you want. We'll give you those prospects in exchange. We want Kevin Fiala. However, you got to be – you got to choose one or the other. Like, do you want someone like Alexander Holtz or do you want a first-round draft pick? Because you cannot have both. That's not going to happen. So you got to pick one or the other. So my overall thing, guys, is that I think getting Kevin Fiala is definitely plausible considering the fact that – the Minnesota Wild aren't really in an ideal situation when it comes to finance, and they don't really have any room to be picky. Obviously, they can't demand for someone like, you know, Jack Hughes, like we would ever do that, but because they can't afford his contract, and that doesn't really help them in that sort of sense. But ultimately, it's just like, you know, they we have prospects and we have draft picks for next year, and maybe you can choose from that sort of uh, plate of options. So my overall thing is, like, Kevin Fiala, great player. I believe he would be a great addition on the second line 
with uh, Nico Heischer. Gives Heischer some help in terms of overall scoring. You can put Jesper Bratt and Jack Hughes on the top line once again, and that sort of balances out a little bit. I believe Kevin Fiala can definitely be the answer uh, that the New Jersey Devils have been looking for because, let's face it, we're not going to get someone like Matthew Kachuk, even if we do involve the second overall pick. It's not going to happen. So my overall thing is, like, you know, we, we just got to be smart about these trade uh, scenarios and rumors, whatever the case might be. So I get it, guys. You know, you're, you're a little hesitant. And every trade, you should be a little hesitant. There's, there's no answers or buts about it. But at the same time, it's just like trades are investment. And sometimes they are risky. But are you willing to take the risk? Or do you just want to stay where you're at currently? Because if I need to remind you guys, the, new, the past 11 years, the New Jersey Devils have missed the postseason 10 out of those 11 years. And this is the fourth straight season in which they missed the postseason entirely. And the last time we actually were contenders in the postseason was when we lost in the Stanley Cup Finals to the L.A. Kings. And that was back in, what, 2012? So ultimately, it's just like, you know, what, what do you want? Like, pick your poison. So do you want to continue to miss the postseason and just, you know, not take any steps forward? Because if we're able to become a, a, a at least a wild card team, it definitely makes it a little more intriguing for players to want to join the New Jersey Devils. Because no one wants to join the Devils organization right now just based on the fact that, like I said, they've missed the postseason. Young team, not a lot of veterans. But if we're able to just find that one player who can take our team over the edge, because I genuinely believe if the Devils were healthy, if they didn't have to deal with COVID, I think we'd be a borderline uh, playoff team. Because look what we were able to do in late December and January, because Jack Hughes was able to take his game to another level. Same with Nico Heischer and Jesper Bratt continued to impress. It was just, you know, not good circumstance for New Jersey Devils. So my overall thing, guys, is like I, I want you guys to discuss. Would you be willing to trade for someone like Kevin Fiala or, you know, maybe a Timo Meyer, whatever the case might be. Like, who who do you want specifically and what are you willing to give up? So for me, I'm willing to give up, you know, prospects, not named Luke Hughes and maybe Alexander Holtz for the most part. But a lot of you brought to my attention that someone like Fabian Zetterlin was able to outplay someone like Alexander Holtz during late in the season. And that may be true, but at the same time, I, I, I'm not going to read too far into it because – Alexander Holtz impressed me during training camp and during the course of preseason. So I, I, that's one of the reasons why I say I think someone like Alexander Holtz is untouchable. So ultimately, I, I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. So leave a comment down below. Let me know what you guys think. I gave you my overall um, scenario for Kevin Fiala. I gave you the overall rumor. So the New Jersey Devils are front runners to land them. So prospects and maybe next year's first-round draft pick, especially since the New Jersey Devils are projected to be much better than they were uh, compared to this season, especially if they have a successful offseason. So I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Leave a comment down below and hit me up on my personal Twitter page, at TreyMatt4, or the show's Twitter page, at LockedOnDevils. As for today's episode, that's all the time I have for you guys. So continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.